Hi listeners, this is Lizzie. And this is Maeve. Welcome back to episode five of Wine and Climb. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about being a female, climbing the corporate America ladder, all of the highs and lows. And every single week we drink a new wine and we rate it out of 10. Um, we're not wine experts, but it's just a little bit of added fun while we talk about, you know, work-life balance and all of the good and all of the bad um, that comes with the nine to five corporate life. Yeah. Can you believe it's episode five already? No. I was just thinking, like, as you were about to say the number, I was like, oh my god, what number are we on? Like, yeah, we're on episode five. And I will say, everybody listening, um, to premise, this episode is about decompressing, and it couldn't have come at a more perfect time because you'll probably have noticed our Wednesday uploads have been a little bit inconsistent lately. <laughs> um, they've been more like every other Wednesday. Um, Sometimes Thursdays or Fridays. Yeah. And so so we do appreciate you guys bearing with us. I think like corporate life pretty much was like, fuck you guys. As soon as we tried to start a podcast and work just ramped up like crazy for both of us. Work yeah. and life in general. Like it has been very hard for us to find time to record and to actually just sit down and literally decompress. Um, I was talking to my friend earlier and I was like, I'm so busy and so burnout, but like not even in a bad way. It's a good busy and a good burnout. But, yeah, it, it's, like, it's good stuff, but we've just been busy it as hell. <laughs> no, like, nothing I can complain about. Like, I would a 1,000% rather work be super, super busy and, like, have a lot going on than me, you know, like, have hours and hours a day to be, like, recording and editing and posting on social media. So, if we have been a little bit quiet, that's why. We hope you all understand. But we do so, so, so appreciate the support thus far. We've had so many people come up to us and say how much they've loved the podcast. So many people text us and call us and from all corners of the world. I mean, we see these analytics on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and it's crazy. Like we have people listening in like Germany and shit. Like I don't even know how to do this. Who are you? Message us on Instagram if you're, if you're listening to this one. Like it's pretty amazing. Like the support we've had so far. So we just can't, can't thank you guys enough. And just keep supporting if if you would be so kind um and we promise from here on out we will be uploading um on a weekly cadence or trying to try no we're going to okay we're, we're going, going to we're going to. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna we are going to stick to that right now if it kills us no i'm kidding this episode yeah. is about decompressing so i shouldn't put that out there i just but- got stressed <laughs> <laughs> we um will also want to put out there in the spirit of decompressing we decided to decompress while recording this episode a little bit so if you can hear some background noise we're gonna um apologize for that right now we are outside um recording this episode but you know what we are outside by a fucking lake watching the sunset on a nice crisp fall evening lizzie has a blanket wrapped around her we've got some red wine and honestly like this couldn't get any better at this very moment in time it really i mean not to like plug our instagram again but guys if you follow (laughs) us if you do follow us on instagram Instagram. (laughs) check out our instagram because we're posting photos of our recording tonight and it is beautiful honestly it's like so aesthetically pleasing you have no idea the sun is setting some of the leaves are turning red like it's it's perfect like 60 degree weather like y'all it's i know the lake is so calm like the reflection of the moon like it is honestly perfect and my fucking happy place so if you can hear a little bit of background noise i just i think i heard like a fucking owl there a second ago just bear with us um we're bringing you along this is very raw we are amateurs we don't have the professional equipment yet um but you know subscribe and we'll get it yeah the more you like and follow the more we can afford to do that exactly once we start making money off this guys you'll be like wow they've improved i'm too poor to put my own money into this. <laughs> oh. oh no i digress i feel um 
like you know we're happy to be here and we're happy to get back into the swing this week um Mm -hmm. can i just say lizzie your solo episode last week was absolutely incredible i loved it i was so proud if you guys have not listened to get to know lizzie episode four um please pause this go listen to that and then absolutely come back um but it was a very good episode and it really gave like just a lot of context into you know Lizzie's life and her background and how mental health has played into you know her career path thus far and even like her journey in college um this is a really good episode. Oh my god. It you was just, awesome. You're like my manager. Like that was so <laughs> I'm so humbled. Hyping you up. <laughs> Honestly, only because I my solo episode has to follow next I was week and say, I don't know how it's gonna I'm gonna have to like nothing prep my like commentary. I'm nervous. <laughs> nothing will compare. No. Um, oh my gosh. But we'll make it work. But um but yeah, so if you guys haven't listened to that, definitely go check it out. It's an awesome episode. Um but yeah, we're excited to talk about decompressing this yes. week. But yeah, so this week's episode is gonna be really focused on decompressing how we like to decompress um how you guys our listeners we put on instagram a question box of how you guys like to decompress we got some amazing answers i will say Um, you guys are funny some really yeah some funny ones some good ideas that maybe i'll take up as a hobby um and yeah just like the importance of decompressing and kind of like what it was in our careers thus far that kind of triggered the need and the importance for us to actually just sit down and like take a moment to like unplug because Mm -hmm. we both have two very I feel like different reasons for it um like obviously like you coming from the vet and me just working like in a digital world but I think like at the end of the day they're equally important yeah and everything comes back to needing to take time for yourself because Mm -hmm. work-life balance which we've hit on like to nauseam at this point and we'll continue to yes (laughs) (laughs) but um before we get into the episode obviously we will do our weekly recap and we will introduce the wine that we are drinking tonight so i'll go ahead and start with the wine as we sit here lakeside so we're drinking robert mondavi i think that's how you say it it might be mondavi mondavi it it looks like mondavi mondavi i'm gonna say it sounds bougier um It is a Merlot from California, 2019. Um, the reason I picked this wine, honestly, was because I had Robert Mondavi Cabernet at a wedding a couple weekends ago, and I really loved it. And then I'd been drinking it at my parents' house too. Um, and I just decided to switch it up and get a Merlot instead of a Cab because I do really, really enjoy Merlot. Um, so Lizzie, what do you think? I I really like it. I mean, I'm, like, partial to Merlots. I really like them. I love them, too. All, like, naturally, they're one of my top red wines. Um, I really like It's, like, kind of sweet for a Merlot, but not in a bad way. It's it's very lightly sweet. It's it's a good wine. It's, it's not heavy. It's not too bold. I, it's good. I like it. It is. I really like it. So it says on the back, smell is cherry and ripe plum. The taste is raspberry, cherry, and mocha. What the fuck? I can't taste the mocha. No, no. I don't, I don't think it actually tastes like fucking... Can I get a white chocolate mocha, please? Grande, no whip. Um, <laughs> Soy milk. And it's... No, actually, I'm an almond milk girl. I actually am. I hate myself that I go to Starbucks. And I'm like, can I get that chai latte with almond milk, please? I'm like, I hate myself, but it is what it is. You gotta um, do what your body needs. Yeah. And it says it pairs nicely with roasted chicken and pasta. Well, I fucking love pasta. <laughs> Any wine fucking pairs nice with pasta. Yeah. Um, again, if you are a new listener, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about when it comes to wine. It is literally just an added bit of fun on top of talking about the corporate life and like who doesn't want to just drink wine with their best friend in the evening and listen to, to pretend to be bougie and yeah. know what we're talking and about and just honestly talk some shit and that's what we're here to do mm-hmm. and we hope you enjoy listening so 
Cheers, cheers to, that. to that. Cheers to that. What would you rate it out of 10, Lizzie? Um, I, I want to rate it an 8. I, I feel bad because like, I keep giving really high ratings, but it's really good. Yeah. It's and a, it's, it's an Listen, eight. and we, we rate grocery store wines here, okay? No one wants, like, this fucking bougie shit. Like, we rate grocery store wines. And for grocery store wine, I'm going to rate it a 9, which is really, like, Hell yeah. I'm, like, shooting for the stars here. But, okay. Oh, so it's good. An average of an 8.5 out of 10. Robert Mondavi. Again, go on the Instagram. You'll see a picture of the bottle if you do want to pick it up at Harris Teeter. We love some Harris Teeter. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was, y'all, that's an inside joke. My family calls Harris Teeter the Harry Teet, and I just said it on I here. I literally was like, did I hear that correctly? I'm sorry. I said it without thinking, and now I have to explain it to a network of people. So <laughs> it's, it's great. Everything's fine. <laughs> You'll get to know us a lot here, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so Lizzie, um, how about a little recap of your week? Gosh. Okay. So recap of my week. Cause I don't even think I, I don't know if I did a recap on my solo episode. Cause y'all was a little nervous uh, uh, doing that. Um, but like two weeks ago, maybe three weeks at this point, I was in Chicago for a trade show with work and that was fucking amazing, but exhausting. But I loved it so much. I was there from Wednesday to Sunday and it was like, go, go, go the whole time. And then was working the whole next week. And then I think I had the weekend off in between. And I did a whole lot of diddly squat, which was awesome. And then worked again. And this past weekend, I went to my cousin's wedding, which was super fun. Um, I was also drinking wine there, but it was barefoot. And I was pre-gaming out of a Zaxby's cup. <laughs> so classy. Yeah. Not mainly. No, I'm never going to hate on some Zaxby's. I felt, <laughs> I fell in the cookout parking lot the other night because I was drunk. I'm just going to put that out there because you mentioned fast food and I just had to put that out there. Put myself oh, on blast. We're right gonna now. have to un- unwrap that after yeah. the episode. I, I gotta know. For more anybody about that. who was there and says that I was too drunk and fell, my heel got caught in the mulch. Go on. Her heel got caught in the motherfucking mulch. Okay. But <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went to <laughs> a wedding last weekend. Um, overall, it's just been busy as hell. And yeah, I, I've been hanging out with friends. Um I like literally I I don't know where time has gone, but it's somehow now October and I feel like it was just July so that's what I've been doing I don't know (laughs) no that's fair I mean it's I feel like to be honest the last two weeks for me have felt like a bit of a blur Mm -hmm. I feel like I have just been work has been unbelievably busy and like in a good way right like yeah in a good way it's just been so so busy um I work like for a financial company and do a lot of work like in like mortgage kind of thing and um obviously if you live in the u.s and probably all over the world mortgage is a bit of a fucking shit show right Mm -hmm. now so work has just been absolutely crazy but it's kind of nice because i've mentioned before i haven't been there that long so like i have literally been thrown in the deep end and like can't swim but it's amazing because i'm i'm learning (laughs) i'm learning as we go day by day but super super busy at work and then god in my free time um my grandparents have been in town from ireland they have since come and gone um but there was just like pretty much every evening and on the weekends was just spending a lot of time at my parents house um went to a wedding of a family friend wedding season it is wedding season love that um had great wine clearly (laughs) coming from the weddings about all we've gotten from the weddings is good wine um 
but yeah so yeah just a lot of family time and a lot of like hard work and busy work but um it's been good like I can't complain but it's definitely like I just feel like it's been a bit of a blur also Mercury's been in retrograde for the last two and a half weeks and I feel like that's really just been adding yeah. to the current situation I know. forgot about that and, and that really makes sense it no it really does it really does um and obviously like I I'm like okay I'm just gonna run away from all my chaos and I'm going to New York this weekend which I'm super super excited about but also like just absolutely like I have nothing prepared I do not have my life together I'm also going to Ireland for two weeks at the end of this month and again oh, so nothing prepared do not have my life together so I just add chaos to my chaos, but all good things. But those are good things. It's going to be Christmas before I know it. And I'm going to be like, what the fuck have I been doing for the last three months? But we move. I feel like just naturally, like from September to January, really, like it's just craziness. It's always craziness. It's and crazy. I always think like, oh, after summer, things will slow down. But then it's like, no, boom, no, it's the don't. holidays. It and it's even more stress. Like, boom, 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 boom. It's crazy. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. That leads into our episode of like. I was just like, about to say, like, perfect, perfect segue into <laughs> the importance of decompressing because clearly we haven't in yeah. weeks. <laughs> in my whole life, let's be honest. No, but. I mean, that too, that too. My therapist is like, you need to chill. <laughs> I mean, so I guess we'll get into kind of why we want to talk about decompressing. I mean, obviously, we just talked about how busy we are, but decompressing is something that's really important to both of us we if it hasn't come across are both uh, a little bit of workaholics and we kind of like dive in and go 100% on everything we do so I know I personally in work and in my daily life struggle to unplug and like I, I struggle to just get out of the work mindset and I've done this at every job that I have and particularly it was important when I worked at the vet because I was dealing with some traumatic things well, yeah. and, and so how do you like disconnect yourself from that like when you leave work like I yeah do it. yeah so I mean decompressing is just and unwinding and just trying to separate yourself from the the work is incredibly important to both of us so that's why we're covering it today and I know Maze Maeve has all of her own reasons as well yeah I think the biggest thing for me is like since I you know uh, pretty much since college and since I was on my internship I've always worked in digital marketing so it's always been like this like go 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 like the internet is 24 7 which is amazing in some ways because you can you know be on TikTok at 3 a.m when you can't sleep but in other ways <laughs> now you laugh but like no, I was on <laughs> literally TikTok until 5 a.m literally um but in other ways like when you work uh, like on on the internet basically like the internet is my job I literally like work like my business partner is google like i work in paid search marketing i think i've mentioned that before i literally can't google something just like on a whim anymore without like thinking about work i'm thinking about like how the how the ad is written and like if there's a, an, a, a call extension and things like that like and anybody who works in paid search marketing like might know what i'm talking about but i like look for the, the structured snippets and like the page load time and like that's constantly going in my head which sounds ridiculous but like when you're working literally on Google searches absolutely all day, every day, it's very hard to like disconnect from that. And then of course, when you're working for a national company, you've got some people that you're working with who are on the West Coast, right? So it's like 8 p.m. You're trying to unwind and decompress and you've got emails coming through and like, yeah, it goes like sometimes it's urgent. And you're like, oh shit, I got to log back on and answer this. Sometimes it's not urgent, but you're like, eh, it'd be a quick answer. So like, I'll just log on really quick and I'll answer it or I'll tweak this thing and like 
that's something that I have really, really struggled with. It's basically like the internet is 24 seven, but like, how do I, how do I like separate my job not being 24 seven from that? Because it's a digital. It could be if, it, if you wanted yeah, it to I be. Mean, or yeah, if you allowed it. If I allowed it to be, it definitely could. And I've, I don't like, it's not to say that like I refuse to work overtime or I refuse to work like outside the hours of nine to five. Cause I will absolutely work over time I've worked Saturdays I've, I've worked you know when the internet needs me basically you will it, work yourself into a grave yeah um but you have to make time to decompress as well is like the biggest thing mm-hmm. that we have come to the conclusion because really at that to this point I don't think either of us have ever really fucking made made time to decompress during the week like no I mean I've talked to my therapist about it multiple times but I, I like have to force myself to make time to yeah to kind of like calm down or not calm down but just like close my mind mm-hmm. I actually it's funny that like just this past week in therapy and I'm yeah, really open I guess but like my therapist gave me a worksheet to do basically like to rank myself on like good to bad like on like one to five scale of like basically like different things in my life so like family relationships and friendships and like my social circle and all this kind of stuff and what I like rated myself the lowest on was taking time to like just relax that was the one thing that I rated myself like so poorly on was like I don't take time to like just sit and like read or sit and like I don't know like just chill and relax and it's like if I am not like go 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 because like I, I have notes here like as we're as we're recording this episode of like how I like to decompress and it's like go for a run it's like girl just fucking sit down for five seconds like like just relax. Like, I mean, you do and have I'm, your Friday like routine. Like you I said, do have my Friday like routine, to... which I will go into okay, in okay. detail. And if you know me personally, you know my Friday routine. And like, I do love that. But I feel like I get, that's like an hour of my entire week that I allow myself to be like, I say quote unquote lazy, but I have a very strict routine that involves a lot of skincare. Nothing about your life like, is lazy. So, <laughs> my therapist was like, have you ever just thought about just like sitting down and like reading a fucking book and like just like not worrying about anything for five seconds? And I'm like, no, that's why I'm in fucking therapy. But, <laughs> but it's wild because I really do like have this like, and I don't know if it is because I'm in a job that's so like go, go, go. Like everything's always moving the internet never sleeps like and obviously I'm gonna premise this there's so many jobs in this world that are like obviously a thousand times worse than working in digital marketing I'm not trying to say I have a hard job whatsoever because I'm very 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 lucky in the position that I'm in but, but what I think we're not because, doing is belittling our own no, emotions no no we're not we are not what I'm saying is when the internet is like round the clock it's hard sometimes to like feel like okay if I'm just sitting it's like I probably could be doing something for work so it's hard for me to like switch off and like not be checking my phone and like Mm -hmm. my boyfriend has yelled at me before like on the weekends for like just checking like my slack notifications on the weekends he's like what are you doing I'm like he's like did something urgent come through I'm like well no but like I could catch something because like our sites our websites are up and running on a Saturday you know what I mean like it's very hard for me to switch off in that sense I feel like that's so rare for our age group I don't want to say generation because we're like we're on we're both on the cusp of two different generations but like I feel like most of the time what you hear about in the news is like lazy employees and blah 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 and like you are so the opposite of that like you have to be pulled away from your work to yeah, prioritize yourself I'm so anxious I'm gonna get fired every fucking day <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we are learning how to decompress <laughs> 
Um, so one of the things that you said kind of brought me into like one of my talking points about when I was working at the vet. So I like context. I mean, I, I can't remember what exactly I went into in my solo episode, but when I worked at the vet, I didn't always have like a standard shift. Like sometimes I would open the hospital and go in like bright and early in the morning. Sometimes I would work late at night and work the urgent care shift. Like it, it was just always very different, but working at the vet itself was incredibly fast paced and go, 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 go. And especially working in like the emergency center, like you are always on it. You never know what's going to walk through those doors. So you're never really relaxed. And I would find myself like going to work, working this incredibly busy job, sometimes seeing some really traumatic shit and then driving home, listening to music, going home and just like living my day and pretending like it wasn't happening or or, like I wasn't seeing all this crazy shit. And I was getting really overwhelmed, but not in the typical sense where like you know that you're overwhelmed but it was like a I was probably like a gradual thing it was it was very gradual and I just was like holy shit I'm depressed and like don't know how to function and I didn't realize it till it was like hitting me in the face yeah and so one of the things that my therapist at the time was telling me to do was like sit in silence for a moment like just a literal moment and what we ended up like trying to do was when I would finish my shift at the animal hospital I would get in my car and rather than start responding to all my text messages and picking out my music and then driving, I would sit in my car and depending on the weather, I wouldn't turn it on. I wouldn't check my phone. I would just sit there sometimes for a minute, sometimes for five minutes, but I would sit there in silence and just be silent because it it was the first moment of silence. The first time I could hear myself think for the whole day. And that was really where I started understanding the importance of decompressing because I was just trying to cope with how fucking crazy the day was. Well, when you're coming from, like, I can't even begin to imagine the things you saw and the things you had to deal with and, like, news you had to... I've lost a dog before, and honestly, like, I'm sure some people listening have lost dogs. It is, like, literally, like, losing a family member. It's the most fucking heartbreaking thing in the entire world. Like, I... I remember my parents breaking that news to me, like, and I, I, it's a blur. Like, I moved into their house for literally two weeks and just, like, fucking cried every day. I can't imagine you being the person who has to, like, be there in the room when you're breaking that kind of news to people. And, like, if anybody's listening who works in healthcare, like, I applaud you. I think you're absolutely incredible, amazing. The fact that you can do that kind of work every single day is absolutely just amazing, incredible, like, Thank you for everything that you do. I could never do it because I get a paper cut and I fucking cry. Like, (laughs) I, you're a very, very special person. And props to you, like, for being able to actually, like, live your life as well and come home and decompress. Because, like, you just said, like, working at the vet, you saw some traumatic fucking shit. And, like, you really have to, like, you probably didn't think when you started working that it was affecting you. You thought, like, I love my job and I can handle this. And then all of a sudden you're, like, in a deep, dark hole of depression because you're, like, well, I'm actually dealing with, like, really, really dark shit all day, every day. Yeah. And, like, and people I'm also, are losing like, their pets. Like, now I'm, like, a paranoid pet owner. Like, I was always, like, a worried pet owner. But now I'm also, like, oh, my God. I I know literally, like, almost every single thing that can go yeah. wrong when you own a pet. And it's, like, oh, well, shit. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just I, – I can't imagine. But I do – like, do you think that what your therapist told you, like, do you think that that li- sitting there for – five minutes do you think that that did make a big difference to you like is that something that you would recommend 
absolutely i say this recommend with a pinch of salt like don't we're not therapists and we're, we're just telling you what works for us in this episode like we're not telling you like this is going to fix all your problems but we are Lizzie, just your <laughs> portraying our own experiences. Yes. But Lizzie, in your like in your opinion, did that work for you? Like just sitting and just letting yourself be with your thoughts and then kind of yeah. being like, okay, I'll give if anybody's ever watched Lost, I don't know if, if have you watched Lost? Oh Lizzie? my god, yeah. Okay. But you, it gave me like secondhand anxiety. <laughs> no, it literally like fucked up my head. But like I absolutely love the show. Like ten out of ten recommend anybody who's looking for a new show to watch and you've got six fucking months and then six months of Googling what the fuck the last episode meant after the fact. Literally. But if you have Sorry. ever watched Lost, um, Dr. Jack Shepherd, is that his name? I think so. I think so. If my brother's listening to this, he'll yell at me for getting it wrong if I got it wrong. Um <laughs> He, there's a good episode where he talks about how he's a surgeon, obviously. Mm. And he says, like, when something goes wrong in surgery, he gives himself, like, three to five seconds to freak the fuck out about it. And then, like, turns it off. And, like, is, like, okay, back into, like, how do I fix this? And I almost feel like what you're saying, like, I don't know. It just, like, reminded me of that. Like, what you're saying is, like, you gave yourself, like, five minutes to just, like, be with your thoughts and be, like, okay, like... I'm going to think about the traumatic shit that I've seen today, but I'm not going to bring it home with me now. Like I'm going to, this it's, it's at work. I'm leaving it at work and I'm going to mm-hmm. drive home and I'm going to get back to like Lizzie and not, yeah. not Lizzie, the vet tech who has seen some traumatic shit today. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's different than that. Cause like when you're, when you're in an emergency situation, you don't have time to freak out. Like, so like what they were saying in the, in loss in that episode, like, you know, that was, like, such a, like, a very dramatic, like, like example. I'm yeah. sorry. No, I'm it's okay, like, but it's, like, mine, though. it is, like, it, it does relate, though. I literally work in digital marketing. I'm definitely not a fucking surgeon, but... <laughs> neither am I, dude. No, neither am I. Like, <laughs> you were a little, little bit closer than I was. <laughs> I did, like, blood draws, and that was it. <laughs> Again, I get a paper cut, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but, no, I mean, it's similar to where, like, if something is affecting me, I will let it affect me, because I think that's really important. Like, yeah something this is like kind of a tangent but like when I first started dealing with panic attacks I got into that really bad habit of like trying to just ignore my panic Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people that have panic attacks can relate to that (laughs) (laughs) but preach my therapist uh, taught me like you can't ignore it because then it will keep coming up like you have to it's really scary but you have to face the panic like why am I panicking what what's causing the panic is it justified because you know if you have anxiety and panic disorder most of the time it's not fucking justified and it's completely irrational (laughs) so it's like talking yourself out of it not in a way to convince yourself you're not panicked but like to really analyze what your body's feeling rather than going into that fight or flight and being like okay I have fear and now I'm just gonna feel fear it's like no I, I feel fear why I don't that was a total like transition from what the original question was but no, but I mean, I think it's relevant because I do think like a lot of people will like I have I've struggled so bad to decompress that I have called Lizzie at two o'clock in the morning on a Friday night because I was scared I fucked something up at work on a Friday, which in hindsight, I didn't fuck anything up. It was all fine. But I called you at two in the morning having a panic attack because I was alone that night and I think my boyfriend was out of town or something and I like I was in a full panic mode because I could not like take myself out of work mode and I had my email on my phone which is a question I do want to ask you in just a second but like I had my email on my phone and I was looking through emails and I was looking through everything that I could on my phone to trace back my steps to see if I did the right thing and to see if I triple checked myself and like 
I was just like in such a panic because I could not take myself out of like my work situation. And it was like fight or flight. It was like, if I don't figure this out now at 2 a.m. on a Friday when no one else is online, I'm going to get fired. And hindsight's like, absolutely go the ridiculous because everybody else was probably out enjoying their Friday night and drunk and shit. And I was laying in bed, hysterical, crying on the phone to Lizzie. Thank God she was still awake. She was also having anxiety. We're both a fucking mess. But like... <laughs> Because I couldn't, if you haven't noticed already, <laughs> I couldn't take myself out of the work situation, and I like had no one else that would understand like the panic that I was having over it at that hour of the morning. So I do, I do think it's like it's justified, and I think yeah. like you can really send yourself into a fucking spiral if you don't decompress. Is what I'm trying to get at. I think. Yeah, yeah. But the question I wanted to ask you, Lizzie. Well, I kind of have two questions written down here. Is email on your phone? Yeah or nay? Um. Like your work email, obviously. I think it depends on the job. Yes. Okay. My that's a good that's a good answer. My first job, I had it on my phone and I had it where it wasn't silenced. And because I hated that job and I was constantly getting emails and also like there was like a person there that really stressed me the fuck out. Um I think having emails on my phone at that job like ruined me. Or not ruined me, but like it was awful. And I after that job I was like, I'm never putting emails on my phone again. If someone has to tells me to put emails on my phone like it's not happening um but at the job I have now I don't mind it like I it's a mobile job and like I'm not always sitting at my computer so like having my emails come to my phone it it helps but I also know that my company like I don't have notifications on so I have it on my phone but I don't have the notification so if I need to check it it's there but it's not going to give me an alert to stress me out yeah the only thing I have notifications on for are, like, the Teams chat. Yeah. So that way, if anything pops up, like, I, I know whether I need to address it now or later. Mm-hmm. But I also, that doesn't stress me out because I know my company trusts me enough to... That, like, you don't have to answer within 30 seconds. Like, if yeah. you've seen it, if it's on your phone, and you'll get it done. Yeah. Like, there was things I was getting, like, I was supposed to be on PTO on Friday, and I, like, kind of ended up not being able to take PTO. It was a really weird situation. But I was, like, driving to a few states away, so, like, I couldn't really answer... But I was still getting the notifications, so I would just, like, respond and be like, hey, like, I'm, you know, driving a few states away, so, like, I'll have to get back to you on Monday. And that's fine. And and for some reason, that doesn't stress me out anymore, but I think it's, I say this all the time, but I think it's because I just, I, I trust my company and they trust me. Mm-hmm. No, I love that answer, and I think mine is actually very similar. So I do have my email, like, my Outlook email on my phone, but I do not have notifications turned on. Oh, I'm sorry. I had one more thing about that oh, yeah, that I ahead. wanted to say. I, because I work at an international company, oh my god, yeah, I, I will imagine. always have my email silenced because when I first started, I like just wasn't paying attention and didn't silence the notifications, and I was literally getting woken up by like thirty emails at two o'clock in the morning coming from Europe. I can't imagine. I literally have watched my dad take like meetings at like eight p.m., nine p.m. because he's calling like Singapore, and I'm like, how? I could never. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. Thankfully, our my company has like a lot of respect for each other. Where. I'm like I have an 8 a.m. meeting and that's kind of rare but like it's mm-hmm. it's just the way it overlapped with our, our European counterpart it had to be at 8 a.m. but right like, normally there's a lot of respect where it's like we know that we're in different time zones and we're gonna try Find to be like very, a midday kind of time so yeah everybody. we're gonna yeah. try to be very conscious of that yeah but anyway sorry I interrupted no you. you're fine I no honestly everything that I was gonna say was pretty much like word for word what you said I have my email on my phone and I'll check it like you know throughout the day like if I'm I don't know like 
if I'm sitting down eating lunch and I've walked away with my computer for a little bit, like I have it there and I'll just like have it pulled up in case something urgent comes through, but I don't have my notifications on like on the weekends, but I do have Slack on my phone. I'm sure some people are probably familiar mm -hmm. with Slack. It's very much like Microsoft Teams. It just doesn't have like as much of a fucking haunting ringtone. <laughs> um, and you can send gifts, which is always fun. But um, You can send gifts on Teams. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> can you really? Yeah. Oh my god. For someone who works in like the digital world, I'm actually like so IT challenged. It's not even funny. Um, <laughs> sometimes I don't know how to work my iPhone. <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, but um, I do have, so I have my Slack notifications turned on when it is something like, I have it like set to like, if it's, we have like Slack channels that are just for like anyone who works in the Charlotte office and people give like, weather updates and like traffic updates in there and like so I don't have those turned on but I do have like my if someone tags me or someone tags like a team or a slack channel that like I would have to know like if it's something that my whole team has to know or something that like the product I work on has to know I have all of those notifications turned on and if something comes through for those on the weekends like I will check it and if something comes through after after hours I will check it but I think like you said the company that I work for has a very mutual understanding of like there's a there is a very high level of respect and if it's something urgent they know you're going to get it done if it's 11 p.m they're like fine get it done at 8 a.m tomorrow like whatever yeah but if it's not urgent they know you'll get to it tomorrow or, or whenever it's due so mm -hmm. i definitely think like i swear to god let's make a new game for this podcast of take a shot every time Maeve <laughs> mentions respect <laughs> mutual respect <laughs> because it does. It's it goes really important, guys. Because I have literally worked under someone who had no respect and who would blow up my email and my teams and my personal cell phone number at like 7 p.m. on a Friday. So like I that's probably why I have such like a weird relationship with having your notifications on on your phone because it's like imagine right. I didn't have notifications on at that time and I you shouldn't have. No, I know. I probably would have had a great fucking weekend if I did. <laughs> Okay, that's well, their problem, well, that, not yours. That kind of leads me on to the next question, and I guess we kind of covered it, but like checking your emails and notifications on the weekends and when you're on PTO, because I know a lot of people have that, like, oh, on your last day of PTO, like check your emails, so you're kind of caught Hell up no. the next day. No, absolutely okay. no. All right, sorry, I, check that off the list. No, I don't know if that's because I work with a European company, but if I'm on PTO, I'm on PTO. Yeah, they're good at that. In Europe. Yeah, Americans are like, have you watched Emily in Paris? <laughs> No, uh, mm. sorry. Such a fucking good show. Lily Collins is probably like one of my like top. Oh, if you can't tell, we're next to a highway, y'all. Um, okay, I have not watched Emily in Paris because as much as I really hate to admit it, like I have that hipster thing where I'm like, no, too many people no. loved it. <laughs> no, so Emily in Paris, like one, she works in marketing, so I just feel like I get her, I get her vibe, and I love her, and like she makes marketing jokes, and I'm like, ha ha. And my boyfriend, who's an engineer, is like sitting next to me. And he's like, "Is it that funny?" I'm like, "Yes." If you work in marketing, it's fucking hilarious. She's like giving sales pitches and shit on like her campaign, and I'm like, oh, "I wouldn't use that color." But anyway, um, <laughs> she she goes to Paris to work from America, and like she shows up to the office before 9 a.m. and everybody's looking at her like she has 10 heads, and they're like, "The fuck are you doing here?" Yeah, and she's like, "I'm here. Like it's a Monday morning. I'm here at 8:30." And they're like, "Ew, go the fuck back." literally they're like so i do feel like europe is like a way different outlook on because at my first i think you think it's illegal to work on the weekends in france which like i don't know no. but that's necessarily true i think they're just like no fuck you we don't work on the weekends here but that's what i'm saying like, it's a it, cultural thing in america like we are like glued to 
checking our emails in case we miss something because god forbid like we didn't yeah. answer an email within 30 seconds i at my first job out of college i would check my email on a sunday night mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and get those like mon- like those sunday scaries like all day i had sunday scaries every single sunday oh my god. At my first I've, job. I've like thrown up from sunday scaries yeah, th- <laughs> it's a real fucking thing you guys but at this job I- i'm not checking my email until i get to the office unless I know I'm waiting for something like sometimes I deal with international shipping and and that kind of stuff like that needs to be handled immediately Mm -hmm. so like there are certain things where if I'm anticipating it I will check my email but otherwise nope if it's not happening between my working hours it's not happening so this question just like popped into my head like as we're talking about this do you think that us feeling like we absolutely have to respond to an email within like a minute or two is a generational thing and we're like so young in our careers that we feel like we have to like prove something because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like I can never imagine my dad sitting in his office like anxiously waiting in front of his laptop for an email to come in so he can like answer it right away like do you think that's just because it's like they're in a different generation and they're at a different level and it's like they've like gotten all of this experience and respect that they don't have to like not that they don't have to prove anything anymore that's not the way I'm trying to think about it like they don't they've already established they've their already established themselves whereas like with us we're like literally like sitting there like with our fingers ready to go like ready to pounce on the next email that comes through because we're I like think... terrified that if we don't answer it within like a, a timely manner is one thing but like a ridiculous timely manner within like 30 fucking seconds like not that i'll ever answer an email in 30 seconds like that's that's a bit of an exaggeration i mean like I'll answer it within, like, at least within 10 minutes to at least say, like, hey, like, saw this, Mm -hmm. like, I'm working on it, like, I'll have it back to you by end of day tomorrow or something. Like, always just, like, at least acknowledging that I've seen the email and I'm going to get back to you. Whereas I feel like an older generation or someone who's more established, like, they've seen the email, but they don't feel the need to tell you, like, I've seen the email. They're just going to follow up with you tomorrow with the data that they need or whatever. But, like, in my mind, I feel like I have to be like, hey, like, seen, like, I got you, like... I'll follow up tomorrow. I don't know. I am changing. So I used to be where I would immediately respond and be like, hey, okay, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to start working on this. I'll I'll give you some answers soon. And then I don't know what switched. I think it was, again, this company that I'm working at. But I also started realizing, like, they don't fucking care that I saw it. They just want the answer. That's very (laughs) true. Like, I know that my boss like I work for a small company so like he he has like thousands of unread emails so I'm not going to send him an email that doesn't matter and I and I also work with global people too so like there's language barriers so I'm not going to send them an email where they have to think to like translate it in their mind like you just want to get them what they need and like Yeah. yeah so I think it's different with working with a global company but also I think it's it's a sociological difference too where like our parents didn't grow up with instant messaging and and the internet like the internet was new when they were working and so I think we are so used to instant information yeah and that's a luxury for us that wasn't around for like the older generation have you ever worked with someone who's got their red receipts on on an email Dude, I worked with someone at the first company I worked for out of college. Then this woman would email me all the time about one of our clients that like she was the sales rep and I was working on their paid search marketing plans. And she had her red receipts on and it would drive me crazy. What drives me crazy is when people ask for confirmation that you open their email. I'm like, 
out of spite, I'm not going <laughs> to check that I opened this email. Oh, my God. Like, no. <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't anymore, but I definitely used to be, like, paranoid like i see your email i'm working on it i promise and now i'm like yeah i'll get to it when i fucking get to it okay like, no i think i definitely think like i am slowly getting there at this new company because again respect everyone take a shot of your favorite liquor um yeah i definitely think that i am slowly we're gonna getting- like come out with a, an alcohol or wine or oh something that's God, called respect seriously when you see it on the shelves at abc store you're welcome um no i do think i'm getting there as well at this new company that i'm at but i think like I think it's just going to take me a while to like get out of that mindset because of some toxic management that I've worked mm-hmm. under before that basically like, again, like 7 p.m. on a Friday and I didn't answer my cell phone right away and I was being It feels like you're going to get fired Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely, I used to be the other way where it was like I, I had to let them know because I was so terrified of my, like of being accountable. Yeah. But now it's like I'm competent in my work. So... I'm going to mm-hmm. fucking get... I have a lot of work to do. I'm going to get there, okay? Just yeah. be patient. <laughs> Let me be. We're learning, y'all. We yeah. are learning to do this corporate thing, like, in office and clearly still learning how to decompress after the work day is over as well. So, that leads me to a question that I have. Yes. Um, kind of, like, changing the topic a little... Or not changing the topic, but, like, gearing it a little differently. What are some things that you do to decompress? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So I alluded to it a little bit earlier. I am a bit of an exercise nut. Um, I love the gym. It's like my happy place. Like I, the serotonin I get at the gym is wonderful. I, hot girl walks are like a very big way for me to decompress. Um, Going for a run. I go to a lot of spin classes. My mom is a spin instructor and I love her spin classes. And that's like, honestly, like I go to her spin class every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Right before, like, I think if your mom was like a Peloton instructor, she'd be famous. Uh, she probably would be. Mom, there you go. Business, business idea. <laughs> I forgot she listens to business this. Business <laughs> idea. Um, no, I think like, honestly, like I go to her, her spin class at 8 a.m. every Friday and it like sets me up for the weekend even though I still have like a full work day ahead of me I feel like I can like tackle anything like starting my Friday off like that um so yeah a lot of exercising is like a good way for me to decompress but again like I said earlier I need to figure out more ways to just like chill and like decompress in a more relaxing way instead of like running myself ragged all the time um so hot girl walks and and exercising are are the two biggest things for me right now um I do listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm running funny isn't that how I love podcasts and here we are (laughs) um cooking cooking is like oh such a thing for me I absolutely love cooking I think it's the most therapeutic thing in the entire world cooking with one of my comfort shows on in the background and just I'll I'll give you guys some of my comfort shows if you want. I was going to ask, what are they? No one wants to know. Um, We all want to know. Friends is number one. Like, it will always, it's been my comfort show since I'm about nine years old. I have the whole box set, but I still watch it on HBO Max. I watch it on the TV, like, when it's on fucking Comedy Central. Like, I, Nick at Night, I, Friends is my entire, I literally. Didn't you go to, like, a Friends, like. I went to Atlanta to go to the Friends experience. (laughs) I, one day when we decide to show our faces, we'll post a picture of me in Central Perk. Uh, honestly, I Rachel Green was like my whole personality trait for a hot minute there. Have like, you ever I, gone for her as Halloween? No, because oh my god, I've never had blonde hair. You have blonde hair. I have blonde hair now, everyone. As of six months ago, I've been a brunette my entire life. So are you gonna go for Halloween this watch year? Watch this face. Um, um, okay, okay. I wasn't going to. We were gonna do Edward Scissorhands and uh, the oh. girl that Winona Ryder plays. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but. 
maybe we'll be Ross and Rachel. Any, anyway, um, Dairy Girls, I'm from Ireland and Dairy Girls is just like such a comfort show for me. Also being from Ireland, it is a British show, but Gavin and Stacey, oh my fucking God. If anyone knows Gavin and Stacey who's listening, like I will watch that show on repeat. I fucking love it. Um, Schitt's Creek, that's another one. Absolutely love Schitt's Creek. Um, I love the one-liners on that show. Oh my God, they're so funny. Ew, David. Ew, David. Ew, David. Um, Hold the chairs, David. <laughs> Eat glass. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so those I love all of those so much. Um, I'm probably forgetting some, but those are those are my um, comfort shows that I put on in the background while I am cooking. Usually, like on a Friday night, I cook like gnocchi or risotto or carbonara or just something that like takes or just like another pasta dish, something that takes a little bit more time to cook um, because I like have the time on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. And I will also put my Friday night routine that we talked about earlier. You guys are really going to get to know me here. Okay. On a Friday, I have my Friday shower. So it is a long shower where I like, no, it's not like, I just like take Y'all, time. No, I, I took a sip of wine right when she said that and I almost spit it out. It's just, I just take a bit of extra time in the shower to do a hair mask. That's all, that's all it is. I just, I do a hair mask on a Friday night. And Which is it, so good. I leave the hair mask in and then I have to get back in the shower to wash the hair mask out. But then after that, I do a face mask. I do under eye masks. I redo my nails. I like repaint them. I like do, do all the stuff. I like put on acrylics. I I have like an, a ridiculous skincare routine during the week anyway, but I do like extra steps on a Friday. Um, and I do it all while I'm drinking wine and I like, ha- I like keep my favorite pajamas for Friday night. I literally, why do I sound like I'm 80 years old? No, because that's literally cute. I can see the joy like emanating no, from your I know, face right Yeah. Now. And honestly, it's because I get fucking shit faced and fall in the cookout parking lot on a Saturday. <laughs> so it's not like, it's not this humble, like wholesome thing. Like it's like prepping me for the it's next day. It's something that makes you happy. It is something that makes me happy, but I guess that's probably the most relaxing thing I do with my week, but I do want to get... I just recently purchased, okay, so I have a lot of books sitting at home that I need to read, but I, I used to love reading and I kind of fell out of love with reading because I would just let my mind wander, you know, having extreme anxiety really is hard to sit still. So I read, I, I don't remember if I said it in the last episode, but I'm the Red Hot Chili Peppers biggest fan on the planet. And I read Anthony Kiedis's autobiography about, oh God, probably eight years ago now. And I feel like I didn't appreciate it enough at the Mm. age of 18. So I just repurchased it. And I had rented it from a library the first time I read it. I repurchased it. We stand libraries on this podcast. We do. Um, And I'm going to read it on the plane to Ireland. I'm like, literally, it's in my, like, I've already, like, got a bag of, like, clothes and stuff that I've, like, purchased that I'm, like, keeping safe. Like, they're my Ireland clothes. Like, I bought, (laughs) like, a new blazer and stuff. Like, it's all for Ireland. The book is in there. Um... And I'm hoping that rereading that book that like the first time I read it, I read it within like four days and it's a big fucking book, mm-hmm. but I loved it. It's the best book I've ever written. Ri- written? <laughs> the fuck? Me and Anthony just sat down and wrote the book. Maybe's an author, don't you know? <laughs> the best book, best book I've ever read. Just because I'm such a fan. Are we like, manifesting? No. Oh my God. I did want to be a journalist. Um, no, I like, I just loved that book so much when I read it the first time and I read it so fast and like. I just loved like hearing like the, where the songs came from and da 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 da. So I'm hoping that rereading it makes me like fall in love with reading again and I can get back into that. Um, and then also, of course, like drinking wine, going to breweries, also ways to decompress. But then like I pay for it the next day when I have a headache and I throw up. So yeah, and anxiety. Anxiety is true. Very real, very scary. Oh, okay. Yes. So Lizzie, how do you decompress? 
Oh gosh. So I definitely have healthy and unhealthy decompressing tactics. Um, some of my healthier ones are kind of like what we mentioned earlier. Like I, I find like meditating and yoga and like, oh no, I didn't want any more wine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my face though? I didn't realize the bottle felt really light. Give me your glass. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you guys can't see it obviously, but okay, hold on, this enough. I tried to pour myself another glass of wine and poured like a third of a bottle into my glass. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Um, so some of my healthier ways of decompressing. <clears throat> um, so I like to meditate. Um, I, and these are things I like to do. I'm not very good at actually doing them regularly, but I like to meditate. I think yoga is very helpful. I have recently started going on walks again. I'm, I, I think I talked about it in my last episode, but like, mental health is is very prevalent in my life like I've struggled with depression anxiety and I you know recently got diagnosed with ADHD so kind of trying to do what's best for myself is sometimes hard you know if if you've ever struggled with depression you know like and depression mixed with ADHD it's sometimes really fucking hard just to get off the couch so going for walks and things like that definitely really really helped me Although I find them very hard to do. I find them hard to convince myself to do. They feel like a chore, even though I know it'll help. Um, some of the other things that I've used to do that I, I don't do anymore. I'm, I'm really into art. So like painting or drawing or like doing those like adult coloring books. Oh, I love them. I love, them. I love them. I have yes. a Shit's Creek one. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the other things I do, I, I, ugh, this is not healthy, but like I will binge some some netflix or like hbo like i'm i'm kind of bad about that like no your comfort shows they i do have comfort shows but also like i will admit that like i will spend a whole day like watching tv or like being on social media and like i'll, I'll be like really disappointed in myself be like i knew i wanted to go outside and i won't do it um but like ways that i decompress sometimes are also through like social media i i love you know, just, like, scrolling through Instagram and TikTok. Sometimes I have bad, like, self-control where I will scroll for too long. Mm -hmm. But when I'm good about keeping myself in check, I do find, like, scrolling through social media for, like, a like a little, like, 30 minutes or something I do think helps me just reset because, like, I have an anxious mind. So, like, I'll just start, like, getting really stressed out about something. And then, like, oh, oh, my gosh. Okay, today I was really invested in my work because – there's just a lot going on at work. Work's really busy right now. And I was like, I have so much work to do. I don't even have time to go get lunch. I was going to ask my coworkers to bring me some lunch afterwards. And they were like, Lizzie, you need to get away from your desk. Like, walk with us to go get some lunch. I love that they did that for you. Like that, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, shout out to my coworker. Thank you. But they're like, Lizzie, let's go get some lunch. You need to walk away from your desk. So I did. And I bet you enjoyed it so much. It literally reset my day. Where'd you go? I just went and got pizza. I went and got, like, a gluten-free pizza from Blaze. Oh, yummy. Yeah. And, but walking to eat the pizza, eating the pizza there, and then walking back, like, the walking It's so aspect, refreshing. It's so refreshing. And, like, just getting away from my desktop. Like, because yeah. I, I knew I had so much work yeah. to do, and I wasn't going to stop doing it. I was in the zone. Mm-hmm. I was going to work for hours straight. But then pulling me away was what I needed, and that helped me decompress so I could go back and do a better job after lunch. I love that. Also, you this just came to my mind you talking about like scrolling on tiktok and stuff like i definitely have like gone through that rabbit hole of like scrolling on tiktok for absolutely hours 
Um, I have found an alternative. Like, I know it's still a social media, but Pinterest. Yeah. And I look up just, like, recipes. I like And that. I can scroll on TikTok or on, on Pinterest, I mean, and look at recipes for, like, an hour. And I feel like it's been a bit more productive than scrolling on TikTok because I, like, save some recipes and I'm going to make them on my Friday night, like, fucking weird routine. Like, mm. I feel like that about Reddit. Definitely. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, see, I go on TikTok Reddit or Love Island Reddit. So oh, I deleted the Reddit app off my phone because I would be, literally be there for hours. I follow, like, shit. random, like, local news and, like, woodworking. You have sent me like, some really <laughs> cool, like, mortgage trend things, yeah. which, like, literally helps with my job. So um, I will say you read, like, educational Reddit. I don't. I which read is, trash Reddit. I, I, which is why I like Reddit. But so, okay, if anyone doesn't follow this, you should. It's called Data is Beautiful. If you like numbers and you like data and what it represents, follow Data is Beautiful on Reddit because it's cool and people make some cool graphs. That's all I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so with that, we asked you guys on Instagram how you like to decompress after work and we got some really, really good answers. So I'll read some of those out if you're cool with that, Lizzie. Yes. So the first one we got was hanging with friends. Cheers to that. Cheers. Um, reading, which again we touched on. We oh, both want to get like into I'm, reading. I'm reading a book right now. I'm really bad at reading, but right now I'm reading a series. The first book is called A Court of Thorns and Roses. Interesting. Yeah. I just want to say me, that. Gives me like Game of Thrones vibes. What is that? It's like um kind of oh, I don't know how to describe it. It's mystical, like Lord of the Rings. Okay. But then it's kind of like sexy, like fifty shades of gray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know anymore. I'm like literally imagining like fucking like Dobby. Fucking no. I don't. No. I will just say I have not seen the TikToks of it because I deleted the TikTok app because I have no self-control. But that series has gone viral on TikTok. So if you're curious, just go there. Just go there. All right. You heard it here. (laughs) Lizzie's recommendation, not mine. Um, Okay watching we actually got a lot of these i'll loop like five responses together binging your favorite tv show we both touched on that as well um binging your favorite tv show for sure a big glass of wine i feel that what we're doing right now yes okay this one i really loved and it actually like literally i swear i read it and it put me at peace painting 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 i was just like wow like yes painting I'm like, I don't know what I'll fucking paint. Maybe a view of if you guys see our Instagram story tonight. Like, the view tonight was beautiful. Maybe I'll paint that. Yeah. If any of our listeners are artists, like, please just, like, tag us oh in your God, work. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, tag us in your work and we'll repost it for sure. Tag us in your painting. Um, another one, watching YouTube. I do have some YouTubers I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of, like, makeup tutorials. I'm a big, like, I love just, like, practicing makeup on my face for hours. Like, that is so therapeutic to me. Like, definitely like watching youtube is something that i absolutely love this person said or reading again reading like clearly we both need to get back into it better really honestly um and then my favorite would you like to read that one i would like to read would you like to read that one (laughs) this is this was our absolute favorite response we got explicit warning here um the question how do you decompress sex (laughs) what is that let's talk about sex baby Baby. let's Let's talk talk about about you and me (laughs) I don't want to listen back to that when no, I edit. <laughs> but that is hilarious. Um, each to their own. Each if that's to their what own. decompresses you after work, good for you, girl. Some people go for a run. Some people have other extracurriculers, you know? <laughs> I love it. I, I, it's all exercise. I tell my parents not to listen to this episode. I know, right? I'm sorry, Mom and Dad. I'm so oh sorry. Oh, my God. My okay. mom would laugh. <laughs> I don't 
<laughs> my mind might kill me. Um, okay. So with that, I think moral of the story here is decompressing is important. And if your decompressing is making a podcast with your friend while you drink wine, at the lake with the perfect fucking weather good for you if you're decompressing is taking a freaking nap reading binge watching your favorite show just laying on the couch scrolling on your phone going for a walk like doing whatever like just make sure that you make time for yourself make time for yourself dude it's so important make time for yourself make time to relax the job will still be there in the morning. The problems will still be there in the morning. And there's no point in calling your best friend at 2 a.m. crying, having a panic attack. But if you need to, it's okay. If you need to, it's okay. But, like, I would advise against. <laughs> I would advise talking yourself out of it because it's going to be okay. Yes. So, yes. Decompress and relax, but also don't let your work slip. Work-life mm-hmm. balance is the biggest theme here on wine and climb and i think that's what we're trying to get across here in this episode yeah yes like all of our trends work-life balance and respect Mm -hmm. you know just (laughs) yes (laughs) shut 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 (laughs) okay so um last the last week that we were together we did a quick fire round to kind of get to know your host so we're gonna do a very very quick one again tonight um really this is just because we think hosts can make or break a podcast and if you're still listening to this point maybe you do like us <laughs> maybe, I hope so I hope so maybe you don't maybe you're listening to be like fucking about to rip the shit out of us but um we do think like you know when you listen to a podcast like you really do like you like the host or you don't like the host or you like listening to the person and we want to get to know you guys and we want you guys to get to know us and just kind of like get to know who we are why we think the way we do know what we like what we don't like just all the things so if you have any questions that you want to ask us like please send them yes please do we want to answer your juicy questions juicy well we'll answer anything oh. really literally open book here I was open telling, book literally talking about my therapy worksheets like i will mm-hmm. talk about anything um probably too much but um yeah so quick fire round lizzie are you ready oh okay i think so oh, jesus christ i gave you the questions before <laughs> i know <laughs> okay i actually don't even remember what okay lizzie what is your favorite music genre or artist? If you had to listen to like one type of music or one artist for the rest of your life. For the rest of my life? That wasn't in there originally. Um, okay. Uh, Avery Brothers. Bluegrass. I love it. And they're from North Carolina. Yeah. Which is even better. They're like local. I love them. Awesome. Okay. Your favorite podcast outside of Wine and Climb? Uh, hard to top Wine and Climb, but it's going to be The Morning Toast. I don't even like pop culture, but I love the two hosts that are on that show. Exactly. Hosts make a break. Exactly. And then a quiet night in or a razor night out? It depends. I depends re- on the mood. I, I really like Depends both. on the week. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I went on a basically a comfort company sponsored vendor at, at that trade show. But uh for the rest of the weekends I, I want a night in after that. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, your turn. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um favorite music genre or artist? Okay, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers is my all-time favorite artist, and I think that kind of goes with genre. If I could listen to one genre for the rest of my life, it would be, like, 90s alternative, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, like, that kind of thing. However, I also have a very, very, very special place in my heart for Dermot Kennedy. He's an Irish singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. If you know, you know. absolutely love Dermot Kennedy, so he's also up there. But, so, two completely different vibes, depends on my mood. Also, um... 
you you're a big little mix fan i am a massive massive little mix fan i love them so so much but i don't i could listen to them for the rest of my life but probably not like their genre for the rest of my life because they're very mm. pop and i don't like pop but i think they're like the only pop i they, they are the only pop i can listen to but i do love little mix gotcha gotcha so i literally paid um for like little mix did like their farewell tour was like only in the uk and ireland because of like covid restrictions so i paid to like live stream it from the u.s i and love that i know but really it was like the best thing i ever did and i was like on the couch sobbing and my boyfriend was sitting next to me and was like i don't understand <laughs> and i was like but it's, it's little mix <laughs> so yeah i do absolutely adore little mix like honorary mention but i think like if I had to listen to one thing for the rest of my life, I don't know that they would like 100% make it up there as much as I hate to say that. It's just them specifically. It's them specifically, but they are very pop and I don't think I could do pop for the rest of my life. Okay, cool. I relate. Um, what is your favorite podcast aside from Wine and Climb? So it would have to be um, Hold My Drink by Charlene and Ellie. They are two girls from Dublin and they have a podcast that literally just like talks about just like life being a female from like honestly like your late teens all the way through like the age of 30 they talk about relationships friendships college finding yourself in the world um god they talk about fucking anything but i just love charlene and ellie so much i've been following them on instagram for a very long time like they're both like they do makeup fashion like all that kind of stuff like lifestyle like living in dublin and i think like listening to them talk I don't know it just gives me like homey vibes as well like I, I just love it like and they do, it's, it's like girly chats in the bathroom and a I night out is that. like how they describe their podcast and I think it describes it to a t um and yeah just like I don't know like it just makes me happy it makes me feel like I don't know like it, it, it like cures my homesickness and also like I just love like the di- like the stuff they talk about can be like hilarious and also like serious and you're like oh my god like that poor girl her boyfriend's cheating on her like there's just so much like so much wrapped into one hour episode and I love it. I just, I love listening to it. So. I love that so much. I think that Hold My Drink by Charlene and Ellie, they also just won an award in Ireland for like the best podcast um, for like a, some, some type of award that does like kind of like influencers and podcasts and kind of like magazines and things like that. And they just won an, they just won an award for their podcast. So good yeah. for them. Cheers um, to them. I know. They have international listeners. I love that. Yeah. We're uh, trying to get like this. <laughs> really, that's the goal. They Germany, like, again, they do, like, who live, are you? <laughs> they do live shows and everything. Like, that's the goal. We'll be on a world tour one day, guys. <laughs> okay, okay. Last question. Um, quiet night in or rager night out? If you had asked me, like, a year ago, I would have said rager night out. Um, I think it's, like, pre-COVID, post-COVID. Yeah, and I think now I just love my Friday routine and I love cooking. Um, but I would not mind a healthy balance of my Friday night in and then my Saturday night rager, like, all out. Like, I feel like a good balance. Like, you I feel like 50-50. Yeah, like, one weekend in, one weekend out kind of mm-hmm. thing. My thing is, like, I... I'm like so I struggle so hard with hangovers like it takes oh, me like me literally too. like three days to recover we've only gone to the age of like two day hangovers like we're not even old I'm gonna but... be hungover tomorrow because we drank one bottle of wine together literally like what the <laughs> heck oh my gosh okay such a struggle but with that we hope you guys have enjoyed the episode yes. so far we thank you guys so much for listening to this point um, we're almost at the end, so we are going to wrap it up with each of our highlights of the week and then go to bed. 
Go to bed. <laughs> we're recording this kind of We're gonna late. decompress with some sleep. Yeah, <laughs> kind of late tonight, guys. Again, decompressing the work-life balance. Things have been crazy. But Lizzie, what was your highlight of the week? Um. Okay, so my highlight of the week is gonna be a little bit of a mixture of the weather. I freaking love the cold weather so much. So, like, I'm automatically just so much happier with the weather and it being the fall season. And also, my schedule's been really crazy. So, I have gotten to have three weeks in a row of therapy. So, normally, I like to do, like, a once-weekly therapy session. And it's just been really hard to schedule that. But last week, this week, and next week are all scheduled in order. So, I'm really happy that I get three weeks consecutively of therapy. So, that's my highlight. I love that. What about you? My highlight is, um, so there was a day last week where I actually, all my meetings got canceled and that's very rare for me to not have like at least one meeting a day. And I don't know what it is. I feel like obviously like I work from home. We've said that before. When I have a meeting, I feel like I'm kind of like bound to be at home because I don't want to be like talking a lot, like going out somewhere, like trying to work from a public area and like have to talk and bring headphones and just like the whole thing. But I had a day last week where all my meetings were canceled and I went to a coffee shop to work and I don't know why, but that was like the most amazing thing to me. It's so I love working from coffee shops. But I worked from a coffee shop and I had like, I don't know, just like more, like I had a latte and it's not something I make for myself at home. And I had a little breakfast sandwich because there's a park next to the, um, the coffee shop that I went to and I had gone for a run before work at the park and then like had my laptop with me and everything and then went to the coffee shop straight from the park um and I don't know that's such I a just, good day I just felt no it actually wasn't because my laptop broke later that afternoon Uh-oh. I ended up having to go to IT the next day and like I actually like stressed me out more than it was worth but <laughs> um <laughs> but I did um really enjoy the brief few hours that I was at the coffee shop and had my breakfast sandwich and my latte and just like I don't You're know living your Rachel Green life no really so I think that's something that I'm gonna set for myself and I think like a way to like almost like decompress but also work at the same time is like if there is a day from now on where I don't have meetings I'm gonna like make it a point to get out and like work from a coffee shop work from a different place um mom and dad if you're listening like even if it's going to y'all's house and like working from my parents house yeah. like just something that is not the four walls of my apartment and just to change up your day yeah exactly a change of scenery like really really did brighten my day so I would say that's that's probably the highlight of my week I love that for you thank you I need to go to more coffee shops yes. all right so with that we are going to wrap up our episode here um again sorry for the background noise guys but we honestly like we had the best time recording this just like sitting out watching the sunset it is now like pitch dark outside we're like sitting out in the cold um you can probably hear the crickets in the you background you probably can hear the crickets now like as the episode went on but um we hope you guys enjoy the episode and we enjoyed this this is also a form of decompressing for us and we hope like everything that we said again like we are not experts on anything but we hope it gave you some type of idea of maybe maybe you also want to go for a walk and listen to a podcast to decompress or maybe you realize like you should turn off your email notifications and maybe just like some kind of idea to help you relax or decompress or just 
step away from your computer for a second and go for a walk with a coworker and grab a slice of pizza during the day. Just just some watch the sunset outside. Just anything you can do to relax, I think is like what we're trying to get across in this episode. And so we just thank you guys for listening. Um yeah. if you made it this far, you probably do fucking need to relax and decompress like us. <laughs> um but yeah, we really hope you enjoy the episode and we can't thank you guys enough for being awesome yes. listeners and friends and, and, and just everything. We we thank you so much. Um, if you wouldn't mind, please follow us on all of our social media. It would help us tremendously and it would also help give you guys better audio so we can afford microphones. (laughs) You want to listen to crickets. Yes, but follow, like, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. On Instagram, we're on Wine and Climb Podcast. We also have a Facebook now as well. Again, yes, Wine thank you, and Mave. Cl- the Wine and Climb Podcast on Facebook as well. Um, uh, probably not a lot of our listeners do still use Facebook. I don't know, maybe they do, but yeah, Instagram and Facebook we're available on both now. And you can send us anything on Gmail, any like stories you want to tell, any commentary. Uh, please be nice, but you can send <laughs> us any commentary. Yeah, um, at Wine and Climb podcast at gmail.com and the and is spelled out so that's wine and climb podcast at gmail.com but yeah please go follow us it would mean the world it would absolutely we so appreciate the follows and the likes and if you want to drop us a five star on spotify or apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate it it helps us out actually like way more than you guys would ever know just leaving a five-star review and a comment if you're feeling very nice um but yeah definitely email us if you have like we i think like moving forward we definitely want to incorporate like um some type of like subscriber stories segment it can be good bad crazy wild scary ugly amazing we just want your feedback we just want to hear like your corporate stories and so we're definitely gonna um have a segment of, of that moving forward so if you guys want to email us those definitely um like lizzie said the email and we'll have it in the show notes and on the instagram caption and everything um but yeah we hope you guys enjoyed this episode we're so happy to be back and like i said we are going to really like try and like make a effort to be weekly and not bi-weekly moving forward we're gonna Um, do better for you guys we're gonna do better for you guys life has been crazy but we are um hopefully things are gonna calm down for us in Q4 of the <laughs> Probably not, I hate but... to say Q4 like it sounds so corporate but that's literally what I go on now it's like quarters yeah. like that but um but yeah remember to decompress everybody we love you guys so much thank you for listening for another week and yes. with that we'll talk to y'all next week talk to you later bye, bye.